Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. Not getting a real under-control vibe here. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes, all on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. He's not a monster, Gaston. You are. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, just when you thought it was safe, you know, you just happened on the movie show yesterday. You thought, oh, okay. We'll take the bullet early, we'll get this over with, and then we'll enjoy Christmas. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we are back in our regular time slot. Yeah, sorry about the confusion yesterday. Yesterday it was Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. This is Christmas Eve, Eve. And we shan't be here for Christmas Eve. What? That's a gift to all of our KSL listeners. I think that's I how think that works. Sounds fair. We had a great time yesterday. We were at NPS, and then today we're hanging out with our great friends at Sound Sleep Medical, but we are in a different terrain. Normally we're hanging out. (laughs) I understand they're fumigating where we were before, but we (laughs) – Melissa liked that one. We are at the Murray location now. Yes, we've invaded their space, and they're like, who are these people? Wait until Mayor Brett finds out that we're here in Murray. Uh That could change things. Dramatically, are you talking about like, like a siege? Yeah, like a siege or a purge. I think might be a better the, the purge. better way of, of putting it. So we have a lot coming up on today's movie show, the uh, last movie show before Christmas. But we shall be back next week for another movie show. That'll we be the shall. final one of the year. So, all right, should we do the movie show preview like we're supposed to? I think that'd be appropriate. No, you don't uh, want to do it. No, I think we better. But, I mean, we're doing it almost on time and like we're supposed to. And It's only nine minutes in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Sure we, have, we have plenty of time to mess things up. up. All right. The movie show preview, ladies and gentlemen, is sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. Here we go. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Okay, so the big movie review today is, I know my my lips are frozen, Uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody. We'll talk about that. Now, we talked a little bit about Babylon yesterday, and I've never heard, I think, you or me kind of babble so much about a movie because, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 because it has really interesting and even wonderful moments. 
but it's buried in so much debauchery and crap, literally and figuratively, <laughs> that it is just... It, it it is inexplicable. Well, now coming from you, that doesn't really alarm me. But when I say say it, that, I know I Steve can Steve, take anything. Steve thinks I'm a real pansy when it comes to this stuff. But you know, and I mean, I, I, but wow, I'm like, no, I know. What even are you doing? even Stephen, even Stephen is going. Whoa! That, that was over the top. This went over There's the top. There's no way they needed to do that. So we'll again try to explain. Because it is opening wide today. This <clears> right, is the Babylon. Real day. To, and oh my goodness, trust me, this is not the movie to take Grandma and the whole family to to celebrate the holiday season. Only if you want to end her. <laughs> Only if you want to oh, terminate Adios. great relationships and maybe end Grandma forever. Oh, she'd be. Oh man, can you imagine? All right, number three: the pale blue eyes. Yes. That doesn't describe anybody on this show. Actually, just one eye. Just one pale blue eye. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the other one, but uh-huh. but it it is Christian Bale. Sounds like a Bond character. Well, actually, it's kind of a Sherlock Holmesy thing really? with Ooh. Edgar Allan Poe. Ooh, I love that. Edgar Allan Poe is a personal favorite of mine, and I have never seen it depicted well. And when John Cusack did it, I had high hopes. He's too normy. Well, yeah, but you know he—he's a great actor. It was—it wasn't him. It was the plot. It—it it sucketh much. He'll get a kick out of this guy. He's okay. British and he's like kind of crazy-eyed. I'm like, oh, I love like crazy-eyed. All right, Glass Onion. I know we have chatted about this prior, but yeah. it is moving into a new realm. It's going to Netflix this week. Remember, right. it opened uh, a month ago exactly right. in theaters for one week. Yeah, that and was. And then they great. left all that money on the table. I know. And threw it in the vault. I know. Now it's back. Are they, I, I, I just don't get that. Well, Keep I think they're still the experimenting. Theater. They haven't figured out a formula yet. Well, you know, the formula that worked pretty well for about 120 years. Or uh, or Top Gun Maverick. Or uh, Top Gun Maverick. You, yeah, you don't have to go back to the long 10-decade legacy of, of cinema. By the way, that is actually opening today on Paramount+. Plus. I know. I know. So I actually, that should pick up some numbers. Matilda, the musical. This oh is the Roald Dahl, Matilda? Yeah, yeah. The dark, So it's dark, dark, dark to begin with, yeah. And Emma Thompson playing uh, uh, headmistress Trumbull, I think uh-huh. that's her name. I told you, she looks like George C. Scott. <laughs> it's it's freaky. Hey, Ms. Thompson, you're looking just like George C. Scott. I think she would take that as On a compliment a because she's trying to look okay. mean. All right. Uh, the boy, the mole, the, the fox, the horse. Yeah, this is a a short little uh, movie that was supposed to be on Apple TV Plus, but all week I've been looking for it, and they pulled it from their not from the schedule. It's still going to be on the twenty fifth, but it's just a little thirty four minute short animated, yep. all right, sweet little story. And then streaming Jack Ryan, and you've seen the whole thing. Right? Watch the whole thing. <laughs> season three was probably the best season yet. Okay, yeah, big big big. Pretty yeah. happy with that. I mean, wow, yeah, Jack Ryan. They, they finally cast it right. I mean, Tom Cruise did a good job, but he just wasn't. He wasn't the guy. He didn't have the stature, didn't have the... Wait, we're talking bo- about Reacher? Or? Oh, we're Reacher. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm on Jack Ryan. This is... Uh, Pardon me. That's right. Baldwin. That's right. Yeah. Well, it's Alec Baldwin, you know. So. Yeah, he was pretty good. I know all of these John Wick, Jack Reacher, Jack, you know... Yeah, they're all... I know. I know. They I was kind of run together. I was on the wrong track. Could Didn't have been you ask me wreck. about Jack Reacher the other day? I did. I did. Where's that Jack Wick coming Where's that Jack whatever his name is? Okay, so we got all that coming up. And let's see, what else? Uh, oh, special guests on the movie show. Oh, dear. Are you ready for this? 
We're going to kick things off with the absolute pinnacle of it all. Yesterday we had two congressmen on to talk about their favorite Christmas You're going to try to top that? Or? We have topped the it. president? We are going to have the mayor of Eureka joining us coming up in about, oh, maybe a half hour or so. And we'll be talking There's about mayor, mayor Chris, Eureka? Mayor Chris Devers. No, I'm not the mayor of Eureka. He no. calls me the Godfather of Eureka. Well, that's okay. probably pretty that's true. Probably true. I'm not sure. I don't know if he means that in a diabolical way or not. But um, Mayor Chris Deaver is going to be joining us. Okay. We're going to talk about his favorite uh, Christmas movie, and then the mayor of Salt Lake City will be joining us as well. Right after 10 o'clock, Mayor Mendenhall will be on the line talking about her favorite Christmas movie and her family's favorite Christmas movie. And then we go to the Salt Lake County Council. <laughs> and we're going to talk. We were going to talk with uh, the lieutenant governor, but we had a little glitch there. Uh-oh. What'd and, you do? No, no. It was it was a little, you know, it's, it's you know, just... <laughs> Related. Oh, you know. really? Do you just pull in the old? <coughs> yeah, just. <laughs> okay. I think I got the vapors. God bless us, everyone. And so, anyway, we are going to have from the county council. Wow. Amy Winder Newton. So she will be joining us. And who knows who else? Ooh, we might get. Remember yesterday, I put the bite on the air on the attorney general of the state of Utah when we told him that we might know where some Pokemon cards are. And apparently that might have lured him in. So we could uh, very well have Sean Reyes, the Attorney General of the great state of Utah. I hope he's in cosplay. Joining us. (laughs) He's got all the the outfits. He's got the moves, too. Oh, that's right. He's got the groove, you know. (laughs) And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Okay, the big movie of the week is, well, there have been several, but today we're talking about I Want to Dance with Some... Yesterday we talked about Puss in Boots. Yes. And we're going to talk about Puss in Boots We definitely should again. again. Yeah, we should again because that is the movie for the whole family. Yeah. But this one has been highly anticipated. I know D, I have not caught up on this yet. D really wants to see it. I want to dance with somebody. Here's the sound. A uh, common criticism of you, your music isn't black enough. Well, who said that? That's just bull. And it makes me angry, actually. It's hateful and uninformed. My whole life, she ain't black enough. She ain't white enough. Well, how about she's not obedient enough? How about she ain't fearful enough? Okay. Well, there's a lot to take in here. Uh, mainly, though, uh, Clive Davis is one of the producers. So that's key because he's the one that really set up her career in a tremendous way. He's legendary in yeah, records. He, if you can get under the wing of Clive Davis, you have arrived. Oh, plus, you know, controversial, too, the old payola days and everything. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. No, Arista he, Records. He holy knew smoke. how to get things done. Yeah, yeah he did. Sure. He did. Uh, and believe it or not, he's played by Stanley Tucci. Really? Yeah. And I thought, okay, okay that's odd, but yeah. the hair is there, and I mean, he looks like him. So I thought, okay, that'll be cool. That works. Uh, the young woman who uh, plays uh, uh, Whitney Houston is a great young actress, but she didn't have to sing. 95% of this is Whitney Houston, thank goodness, because uh, how do you substitute that voice? You don't. You just don't. And when they do the... It takes on from when she's singing with her mother. Her mother's kind of tough. Uh, was it Sissy Houston? I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. I mean, there, Dionne Warwick was a relative. Uh, Aretha was Franklin her was, was, yeah. was her godmother. 
So she had the pedigree, and her mom's like, you've got to enunciate. You've got to be, you know. And so she's really working her. And then one day they're, they do this kind of little nightclub act, and the mom does most of the singing, and she does background. And the mom notices Clive Davis walk in with another guy. And she goes, ah, ah, I'm not feeling too good. Maybe you should take the opening number and do really? do this particular song. And so Clive, she did the <laughs> Yeah, two? she did the Deidre. <laughs> <laughs> and so she uh so she goes out there and she's scared to death. And she has no idea who Clive David is, but mom knows. And she just belts it out and he just sits there like I he's told this guy that's sitting with him, This is a voice of a generation, once in a lifetime. Yeah. And so he signed her right away, and you know she didn't write her own music, and he would play tape after tape of different songs that people had sent in. And how do you feel about this? And he was really, you know, they were co-working on all this stuff. And that part of it is amazing. And the Super Bowl number, they did yeah. this brilliantly. I was, I teared up when I watched the Super Bowl that year. I teared up again when she did, because no one has done the national anthem like she did in that Super Bowl. I know it was amazing. It truly was. But they also go into other stuff. She uh, had a relationship with another woman. Uh, they were very, very close. But then she said, I I want kids, and I want to be married and to a man. And so I guess she was sort of bi. Anyway, so that came up in this movie. Also, they talked about her drug issues when she met Bobby Brown. Right. They really sugarcoated him, though. I, I He's still a jerk in this movie, but I know the background more and they really sort of washed over that that's too bad that is too bad and so a lot of this uh you know when she started doing the drugs and stuff and it's a little sugar-coated and, and that was disappointing to me but the singing i mean they they play whole songs because this is clive davis his you know his influence uh so i'm in a b b minus arena wow yeah okay. it, it the the song's unquestionable fantastic it's just the and, and she does a great job of you know uh, mouthing the words and whatnot it's just the stories in between the conversations outside of clive davis that are a little that the dad he's like yeah. i will take all your money arr, arr, arr. <laughs> it, you know so there's a little bit of like okay that doesn't quite work but play me a song you know and it's two hour two and a half hours Boy, Hollywood is in a real rut on these longer. Could it have been edited, or is it okay to be? Well, it, it's you feel like you're getting the whole song. You're right. not getting like and a that's part. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't mind like that concert. at all. In fact, yeah. that's the best part of it. Yeah, if that's the reason for the longevity yeah. and for the length, no problem. And then they put smatterings of right. conversations and life experiences. Uh, so, you know, I. I I love the music, so okay. I, I'd go again. I mean, it just so B B minus, yeah, rated it, R. I'm assuming. Uh, no, it's no PG thirteen. PG thirteen, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on. Wow. Okay. Shoot. Hold on. This just in. It's PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Yeah. Okay. And it's called "I Want to Dance with, with some, Somebody," and it's in theaters only. Look at this. Exactly. Boom. Nine thirty. Here at I know train every, professionals. Everybody in the news department is having a heart attack. They're it's, probably not even in there. What's yeah? That's right. They go. Oh, we're okay for a few yeah. more minutes. Nine thirty here at KSL News Radio. We'll be back with more of the movie show. The movie show. I can't seem to find my toothbrush, so I'll pick one up when I go out today. Other than that, I'm in good shape. 
KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Nothing gets your attention like the Home Alone scream. Oh, boy. Yeah. Poor little Kevin. Poor little Kevin after he shaves and he puts on the shaving. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> okay. Wuss. Meanwhile, yeah, wuss. What do you mean a wuss? Are you calling, are you calling little Kevin a wuss? Macaulay Culkin is a wuss, yeah. Look what he did to the bad guys. Oh, yeah. You really want to take this kid on is what I'm saying? Take on the kid in spirited. Oh, man. No kidding. Oh, man. He makes... He makes was that, Kevin. Was that Violent Night? It was Violent Night. Oh, it was a Violent Night. Yeah, where the guy got the thing through the oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah that, was oh, that, rough. That, was, that was bad stuff. Hey, we are here at Sound Sleep Medical. I want to talk about the device itself. Sometimes we're talking about all of the problems that people have and you know how great it is to get the free you know uh, consultation and the sleep screening that you can take home. But boy, at the epicenter of all of this conversation is this amazing device you have. And those with CPAP machines, they're kind of going, what, there's an alternative? Tell us about it. Yeah, it's great news because a lot of people will come into our offices and say, why didn't my doctor tell me about this? I thought a CPAP machine was my only alternative. They said, you have sleep apnea, here's your CPAP machine. I right. never had a choice. And the fact is there is a choice. At Sound Sleep Medical, we do an oral appliance. And by the way, it's likely covered by your health insurance because it's been studied and proven to work. So it's not some kind of gimmick. But what it is, is it's custom-made mouthpieces, I guess you could say, on each top teeth and bottom teeth, kind of like bleach trays. Right. You wear it during the night. Um, it stabilizes your lower jaw to keep your airway open. Your oxygen levels stay up. Sleep apnea, snoring goes away. Much, much easier to use than a CPAP machine. What if somebody's sitting out there right now going, yeah, okay, boy, I'd love to get rid of the CPAP machine, or maybe I've never tried anything, and this sounds like it does its job, but can I really, really sleep with that thing in my mouth? And that's a question. You know, people, I would say the first week, if you've never slept with anything in your mouth before, then you're just going to be getting used to it really that first right. week. But much easier adjustment than sleeping with a mask on your face, yeah. you know, with yeah. air pressure being forced down your throat. I've had I've never tried to CPAP myself, but I've had people say to me, it's like when you were a kid and you stick your head out the window when your parents are driving down the freeway. You know, they <laughs> Along just, with the dog. Right. They yeah, just right. feel like they're drowning on air. Yeah. And so even though it might be a little bit of an adjustment, most patients come back to us and say that was actually a lot easier than I thought. Well, let's talk about a CPAP machine. First of all, you've got this device that sits off to the side of your bed wheezing You know, through the, the night. You have to be able to plug it in. You have to have the distilled water. You have to wear the mask. I can't imagine that, honestly, because like you, I've never you know worn a CPAP. Uh, device. But I have friends that have. Steve and I have friends that have. And you, you see the mask outline on their face until about 1030 in the morning. And it, it doesn't seem like a real convenient thing to me. So the thought of maybe getting used to having something on, on in my mouth, and a lot of people are, but you mentioned bleach trays, all the things that we do for that type of thing now. It, it sounds like a, a reasonable solution. I saw an ad the other day for the CPAP materials they say you have to replace them every 90 days right like what is that and that that is the thing with CPAPs too you have this continual outlay of cost because you're replacing right. masks and tubes with the oral appliance once you have it you have it 
And even if you do just fine with your CPAP at home, what are you going to do when you travel or you go camping? Exactly. So it's much more convenient. I've laughed so. about this, but when you have William Shatner out there not selling a CPAP machine, but selling the machine to clean your CPAP machine, I'm going, good grief. How complicated is this thing? And then there have been recalls and all kinds of things. Anyway, there's a better solution. And it's at Sound Sleep Medical. So how do people reach you and take advantage of the consultation and take advantage of the opportunity to go home and have a little sleep test right there in your own jammies, your own bed? So they should call right now during the show. The number is 801-716-8672. When you call that number, you will get a free sleep consultation in one of our seven offices, which basically means just come in and learn about it. Right. Let us know what's going on with your sleep. Um, If you need a sleep test because you've never done one, that's part of the offer too today. This is an at-home sleep screening because we need to know your numbers. We need to know if you really do have sleep apnea, if you've never been tested today. And all of that is free, no obligation. 801-716-8672. It's Sound Sleep Medical. Okay, it is time for a little movie news. Here we go. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Boy, is D.C. in a strange place right now. They've got new leadership. We were talking about, you know, this poor guy named Gunn. Boy, is he under the gun. Holy smoke. Everything that he is doing, thinking of doing, praying about doing, whatever it is, it's being criticized, it's being second-guessed. He hasn't really made any decisions I know, yet. it's so weird, but everybody's just jumping on all their favorite superhero, their favorite movie, their whatever, is this going to continue? But the headline is, Zachary Levi teases, he's still not done with Shazam. Now, I don't think, as I read through this article, nobody knows anything, but you look at Superman, you look at Black Adam and others who, in at least a recognizable form, are not going to continue on. Uh, People are asking about Shazam, and it's led to speculation, a little speculating here, that uh, Zachary Levi could be done. And, well, he's going to appear in the upcoming sequel, of course, Shazam! Fury of the Gods, Uh, But the rumors are that this will end the role, and he is bouncing back and saying, no, he shot back a response that suggested that these rumors aren't true, teasing that he's going to be sticking around as the superhero. I wonder if uh, Mr. Gunn knows that, and uh, he's done a lot of teasing on this. So, you know, the bottom line is I read these articles and I go, nobody knows right now, but we do know Shazam! Fury of the Gods will be released in theaters on March 17th of 2023. Gunn has said that they're working on a plan, and they'll have it out after the first of the year. So everybody relax. Yeah. Uh, the director of one of the best films this year. I don't know if you've seen RRR. This is the film. No, I have India. not. The it film is the, the cadre of critics uh, a week or so ago. They were they were talking about this movie like crazy. This is we voted as this the best foreign language film of the year, and rightly so. On a seventy million dollar budget, by the way, in India is That's this huge. is the most expensive yeah. movie that they've ever made. It took them 320 days to shoot this movie. That's a year. Yeah. It's, if you take a day off. Three hours. And everything in India these days is three hours long. But this sucker. Anyway, the point is, everybody's clamoring. Like, what are you going to do as a follow-up? He says, I I have a brilliant idea, and I'm working on the story. 
It'll be a follow-up to RRR, and if you haven't seen RRR, it is on Netflix, okay. and it is fantastic. I, you know, I love stories about Top Gun because this is the iconic film for 2022. This is the big movie. I love everything that went into it. I love the way the movie looked. I love the story behind it. I like the fact that Tom Cruise really dug in his heels on this one and said, no, nah, this is going to be released in theaters, thank heaven. But, you know, what? what is coming out now are some of the, the background uh, stories, and especially the iconic scene where Maverick is back with Iceman. Mm. Oh, and there are a lot of references to Iceman, and he's obviously protecting Maverick, you know, as now he's an admiral, and (laughs) Maverick's still a captain, or whatever it is. That's because he keeps screwing up. He keeps screwing up and taking chances and so on. But a lot of what made that scene, that iconic scene work, was actually Kilmer's idea. Leading up to the film, there were all kinds of changes uh, made regarding how much Kilmer would actually speak. In one of the first renditions, he would kind of speak through that whole thing, you know, we got a couple of words from him yeah but but actually eventually they said you know as we got further into it we changed it so that Iceman types out the first part of that scene which I thought was really really powerful and Tom Cruise really wanted Kilmer to be there and they said what you're seeing on the screen they felt when it was being you know shot as well with the health problems of Kilmer, the relationship of the past, the ties to the previous movie. I just, I just thought it was really, really touching. And then, of course, you know, it's streaming now, as we mentioned a little earlier. Yeah, on Paramount Plus. Yeah, on Paramount Plus. Well, get ready. We're getting a new Alien movie. Oh, just what we need. Uh, the production begins in February. It's under the working title of Alien Romulus. No. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Sigourney Weaver going to be in it? But it uh, I haven't said, but it will be filmed in Budapest. Uh, the famous, they call it Xenomorph, you know, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. with three jaws or whatever it's got. I know, isn't that weird? That's the first time I saw that kind of a creature. Yeah. You know, now we have the creature that kind of flares open like a flower. That's, that's creepy. Yeah. But this is the one that's still kind of a recognizable creature, but it has all the teeth and multi-face yeah, it's, jaws. It's like, it's like the organ that has like 14 keyboards. You imagine trying to fit that for an oral appliance? Ooh, creepy. Uh, so th- that will be back to terrorize humans. Uh, and the Evil Dead's Fede Alvarez is writing and directing this. So okay. I don't know if Sigoni's going to be. All right. Now, I, I have news of my own here on the movie show. Steve is finally catching the spirit of the season. That is not true. And the of <laughs> the season. I'll just leave it at that, and then you're hanging out. No, of nutty news. Steve has whined about our theme, not the, not the sponsor, but the no. theme for Nutty News. For how long? Well, he's finally seen the light. So Gustavo and crew back at KSL, hit that button because Steve is going to be dancing around Sound Sleep Medical celebrating the Nutty News. Oh, he has gone nuts at Christmas. Oh, look at the little smile on his face. <laughs> okay, Steve walks in today and said, hey. I've actually got a good story for Nutty News. Yeah, here it is. And then he hands it to me, and I said, no, no, no. You're going to do it today because the Nutty News is sponsored by our friends at the Western Nut Company. Of course. Here we are, what? Christmas Eve Eve. Yes. And, oh, my goodness, a lot of people are panicking. You know, I think Paulette's still panicking over there. You know, <laughs> just go in the Western Nut Company. Yeah. You can get take done. care. Get, get her done. And they're at 434 South on 3rd West. 
great people that have been around for 55 years now. It just wouldn't be Christmas for a lot of us if we weren't giving gifts and hopefully receiving a gift here and there from the Western Nut Company. You'll find them in the kiosks, of course, at the, at the malls, some of the finer stores out there. I was uh, looking for some groceries the other day. There was a, a, a smaller display, huh. and it, it's nice to have it that convenient. They're all gift-wrapped, ready to go, because we're last minute now. Oh, yeah. We're, this is, we're measuring. The clock is ticking. Yeah. I mean, we're measuring your time to shop in hours now. And what's cool, you go into any of the kiosks, but especially the mothership there at 434 South on 3rd West. You just walk in there. They're all wrapped. They're ready to go. And it is, you just pick them up and drop them off on, on your way home. So sure. and everybody loves the Western Nut Company. And maybe as a uh, hostess gift. Maybe you've been invited over for a Christmas dinner or a post-Christmas dinner or New Year's is around the corner. Make sure you stock up a little bit. Have two or three, you know, Western Nut Company gifts ready to go. And maybe somebody knocks on the door and you went, oh, man, I didn't, I didn't, rats, I forgot this person. I don't know. I'll just put it on the bottom line. We've all been there. Well, if you have a beautifully wrapped gift from the Western Nut Company sitting there by the front door, you're done. So head on in. You can also, of course, shop online. I mean, we are down to kind of crunch time now, so it's probably time to get in there in person, 434 South, you know, on 3rd West. But the Western Nut Company, it's westernnut.com, by the way, too, if you want to just check out what Western they've got. Westernut.com. Got All right. Great people. The freshest, finest, most delicious things you can possibly imagine. And it's not just all about nuts, too. They have fudge. That might have nuts in it, by the way, yep. but and some don't. But everything right there at the Western Nut Company. So, Stephen, what have you got for our nutty news? Tragedy in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Well, you know how things are in Kentucky. Well, let's. Somebody called dispatch. We'll call her Karen. Karen, <laughs> right? She says there's a male standing outside. He's naked. His <laughs> robe is covering only part of his body. He's exposing himself, and he's got a hose. Next to his Is that what Karen sounds like? She does. Sounds like this. So officers arrived, (laughs) terrified at what they might see. Oh, no. A pervert in the front yard. And there is a mannequin in the front yard that looks like Cousin Eddie from National (laughs) Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He does have a robe on, covered completely. And we're looking at a picture of it right now. He's wearing his hat, that goofy-looking hat. With the ear flaps. He's got a beer in one hand, a cigar in his mouth, and he's got a hose with green tinsel coming out. And yeah. he's got the, the cat in an outline. <laughs> he's got the sled. That's all fried because they went across the highway. So yeah. the cops came to her door. Yeah. Lady goes, it's just a joke, folks. And they thought, this is hilarious. And they all took pictures. So the cops are out there doing selfies? I think so. I mean, I think these are probably, this is probably evidence right here. This is probably evidence. So what we're saying is this woman that called the police department has never seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Or she, she has ought to be arrested. Zero sense of humor. Or zero sense of humor. Either way, she ought to be arrested. Well, tragedy averted in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. So there's nutty news. You know. How about that? Really? No, it's 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 great. They went to a lot of work on. They that. did. I mean, there's a lot of background there. They really did. They got right. everything. They did. They got everything. Okay, let's take a, a brief break, and we will come right back. The movie show. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits, thieves, degenerates, lowlifes, thugs, criminals. The North Pole. Them are fighting words, partner. Relax, buddy. Not about to hit a Santa Claus. On KSL News Radio. 
You know, we're so pleased today here on the Movie Show. We've been talking with some of the uh, dignitaries in the state, some mayors, congressmen, you know, people that are involved in Gilmint. And uh, we thought it would be interesting. Uh, we're hoping to have the Attorney General a little later. But I'm really pleased, and I mean this sincerely, to have the Mayor of Eureka, Utah, joining us. He's on the line right now. Mayor Deaver, welcome to the Movie Show. This is your debut, isn't it? Oh, it is, Doug. Thank you. <laughs> there goes your reputation. There goes your reputation, you know, being on the movie show. Wow, I don't know. Yeah, hey, it's, Mayor... uh, it's, it's pretty much uh, toast now, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The one-term mayor. Of... Yeah, it's a good thing there isn't an election, you know, oh. right around the corner here. What can I say? Mayor, when I uh, chatted with you or sent you a text the other day, too, uh, just to talk about favorite movies at Christmas time For the Deaver family, what are some of your favorite movies? Yours personally first. Well, Christmas Vacation, obviously, it's it, it's probably one of the greatest films ever produced. So I do love it. It's, it's fun. I mean, I realize you were just talking about it, but uh, I really do love watching it. It's uh, definitely one of the faves. You know, now, if somebody down in Eureka had that display on their front lawn, they would be touted as heroes and make, you know, we, we get a little newsletter that goes out with our water bill. That would definitely make the newsletter, wouldn't it? It would. It would, and it would be uh, it would be really neat. And we've actually had a few folks, you know, historically have some pretty neat yards and, uh, you know, check them out pretty good. But, uh, yeah, that would also cause probably a power outage in Eureka also. I think that a yard like that would consume so much electricity, it would be, uh, be hard on the, uh, the grid. Yeah, that would be great. You know, the mayor and I have actually talked semi-seriously about this. I would love to see one of our old classic, you know, historic head frames lighted one year for the oh, holiday yeah. season. I think that would be a fun thing to do. We'll have to work on that, Mayor. In the in the time we have left, though, what are some of the other movies that you and your family really enjoy? Um, Grinch. Grinch is definitely one of the, uh, the favorites. One of the others that I think is really fun is Elf. Elf. The scene in Elf where he's in the Macy's store going up the escalator I was actually in New York a few years back and uh, decided to do a split on the escalator going up. And as I got to the top, one of the Macy's workers stopped me and said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm just reenacting the scene from Elf. And they looked at me puzzled, and I said, you know the movie Elf? And they didn't even know what I was talking about. Which oh, I my thought goodness. was really bizarre that you would work in Macy's and not <laughs> have a clue about Elf and that particular scene. But, Boy, uh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, that's a real fun show also. Well, Mayor, I'm, I'm delighted to have you on with us, and uh, I wish you and your entire family a very, very Merry Christmas. And I'll uh, probably run into you in one of our uh, little businesses down there in Eureka during the holiday season, and I just hope you have a great, great festive season. Hey, thanks, Doug. I appreciate it, and uh, Merry Christmas to everyone that's listening. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor Deaver. From Eureka, Utah, Mayor Chris Deaver. All right, uh, coming up on the other side of our news, we're going to be talking with the mayor of Salt Lake City. You know, we have my beloved little Eureka that we just talked about, and then we have my hometown. Some people think I was born, you know, and lived in Eureka. My grandma lived in Eureka or something. Just crawled no, no. out of a mine? Or... Yeah, I, I, just, I just kind of, you know, imposed myself <laughs> upon them. They're, they're still trying to get used to that. But so the two great towns for me, I live in Holiday. 
I love Salt Lake City because it's my hometown, and then of course my special love for sure. down in Eureka. Why not? So I've I've, I've got. I, I ought to, we ought to call the mayor. I, I didn't think to call Mayor Daly oh. from Holiday. Well, that's one to merit. I know. They're, they're, my taxes are going up as we speak. All right, it is 10 o'clock. This is KSLFM Midvale, KSL AM, Salt Lake City. The Movie Show. Ah, fragile. It must be Italian. Oh, I think that says fragile. Oh, yeah. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Who was it yesterday that said uh, Christmas Story? Was it, uh, I think it was Chris Stewart. Or, uh, maybe it was. Maybe it was. I think it was Chris Stewart who listed several, you know, of a religious nature and so on. Then, yeah, yeah. then when you kind of got down where the rubber meets the road, it was Christmas Story. And that's we tried it. to get him to go with Die Hard, but he. Yeah, he, he, he didn't quite go. But now we're going to put the feet in the fire. Of the mayor of Salt Lake City, my hometown, Mayor Mendenhall is joining us to talk about her favorite Christmas movie and her family's favorite Christmas movies. Mayor, it's a real honor to have you on the show, and it's fun to have you on the show where we're talking about something fun. <laughs> yes, thank you. I, I didn't know if it was a real invitation at first, and I'm really happy to join you today and talk about yeah. something I've never talked to you about. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is one of those we gotcha interviews, you know. Okay, <laughs> Mayor, now we're going to ask you the tough question. What's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Yours personally, not the family, you. And, and that's an important distinction because it is not my family's favorite, and I typically <laughs> end up watching it alone while wrapping presents, Aww. and It's a Wonderful Life is the best. Oh, isn't that a wonderful movie? Can't argue that one. You know, it's it's so good. There, there's a favorite story in my family because when my kids were little, I'd I'd try to show them some of the classic movies, you know, and like for Katie, you know, some of the old Shirley Temple movies. But finally, one of the boys said, "Dad, why is this movie gray?" And you know, they weren't used to seeing <laughs> black and white films. But but we have converted them over, and you're talking, Mayor, about a gray movie. It is gray, and at times the mood is gray also. Yeah. But I, I think um, while I have to admit to sometimes enjoying or in, in, uh, indulging in a Hallmark movie, <laughs> which is uh, in no way gray, there's such, just such a reality about It's a Wonderful Life where you can relate to these different stages and, and uh, appreciate his reflection in him redirecting his course north again to keep being a good person in so many people's lives and uh your kid my kids don't want to watch that <laughs> know. but you know but every year i need it i need at least once to watch frank it. frank capra had the ability to have his thumb on the pulse of america i very few filmmakers mm-hmm. have ever gotten mm-hmm. it yet it wasn't very well received and it, it wasn't very well received yes yeah, some of the critics didn't like it but boy it's turned into an iconic movie and we see everything we see him having really rough times when he was a child we've seen people at their at their worst you know when when the old druggist mm-hmm. gets the news oh, that is mr gower. his son mr gower had uh, his son had died and he he missed 
fills a prescription. And, and then you see Jimmy Stewart get angry at his uncle. And you see all of those human elements and the way it comes together. Mayor, I'm with you on this one. And so is Steve, all by right. the way. This <laughs> we is, do agree on so many things, actually, don't we? <laughs> you know, isn't that true? You know, when you boil away all of the weird stuff, we do agree on on so many of the it's things true. that really matter. Okay, now, yep. Mayor, let's, let's go into the family room and uh, the family sitting around watching Christmas movies. What are their favorites? Well, my kids range from six years old. Tomorrow she'll be seven. She's a Christmas Eve baby all the way wow. up to 16. So we have a range, you know, of taste and preferences, but Polar Express is one that can pretty much keep them all on the couch for the entirety of the movie. It's a classic in our house. And if my kids are in bed, I will also admit that I really like Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, isn't that a funny, funny movie? <laughs> did, 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 I don't know if you were listening a little earlier, but Steve did a story during our Nutty News that uh, somebody in Kentucky put Uncle, uh, it, it's Cousin. Cousin Eddie, on the lawn. It was a mannequin in his robe, <laughs> and he's smoking a cigar. He's got the hat, and on the side is the cat that's, you know, kind of fried against the wall. And there's the sled that's all worn out on the bottom, and then he's he's got yes. the hose because he's emptying the RV. And I guess one of the neighbors <laughs> called and made a complaint to the cops. And when the cops got there, they said, this is a joke, and they were doing selfies. I think Chief Brown would like this. <laughs> Let me know where I can buy that setup, and uh, you might start seeing it in the front yard of Salt Lake City. <laughs> it, it could become, instead of Christmas Street, we have National Lampoon Street, right? All the characters that'd be hilarious wouldn't that be funny oh my God. yes Ooh, i think we've hit on a golden idea for the capital city of the great state of utah mayor <laughs> i know what a busy schedule you have and you know boy a christmas eve baby my grandma was a christmas eve baby so i've got to ask this question and and my former producer you know amy iverson she was a christmas eve baby oh. how do you how do you handle the birthday we try to separate it as much as possible uh, we're going to have a reptile party for her today, <laughs> which is, is Steve invited? not Christmassy. <laughs> you like reptiles, Steve. <laughs> I do not. There will be a rosy boa <laughs> and a ball python here. Um, and then, you know, just, you know, what? it's not no gifts are for both holidays. We wrap her presents in birthday paper um, and really we put balloons up. So by Christmas morning, our house is decorated for both birthday and the birth of Jesus Christ. So oh, <laughs> we, is, we do both. It, it is a challenge. You know, Amy, her family decided that they did it six months later. And oh, so yeah. they had a summertime party. So she got the half years? Yeah, and my grandma, we never did figure it out. It was always tough <laughs> trying to celebrate her birthday on Christmas Eve. Mayor, thank you. I know how busy your schedule is. We appreciate it's you taking this time. And a very Merry Christmas to uh, the Mendenhall family. Thank you, and to all of you listening, I wish you a peaceful and happy holiday. The Movie Show. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, Santa's coming to town. Santa here? I know him. I know him. On KSL News Radio. She's just not happy. We're describing a shopping experience here. You know, and I know everybody says, like, hey, you're out shopping in yeah. the last days of before Christmas. Yeah. Treat the retail people nice. But what happens if they don't, don't treat, treat you, you nice? nice? We'll talk about that. Okay, Stephen. Sir. We need to review us a movie here. Yes, sir. So which one are we going to do? I would love to talk about Matilda the Musical. Matilda the Musical. Here we go. Matilda, my name's Miss Honey. 
I believe you're a genius. Is maths your favorite thing? What I really like is reading. It's like a holiday in your head. Do you do that a lot? Get away from everything. Relax. Now get to bed, you little bookworm. Uh-oh. Oh. Isn't a little kid with a British accent so cute? Oh, she is. And she's <laughs> tough as nails. Her parents are hideous. This is Roald Dahl's Matilda. So yeah. it is dark. <laughs> the parents are like, in fact, the dad, you know, when she's born, he's like, where's my boy? He goes, oh, I'm sorry, no. you have a girl. Was he in China? Well, I don't know. But he, he thinks, he, in fact, her whole life, the pronouns are he and him and the boy. <laughs> she goes, Father, you know I'm a girl, right? What? What did he say? You oh, know, just one of those. Complete jerks. The mom's just as bad. And then they go, they send her to this school. Uh, I can't remember the name of the academy, but it's like another one, like Crunchem or Crushem Academy. And then you meet Miss Trumbull, who is the most horrifying creature on the planet. Emma Thompson. She <laughs> nails us to the floor. She's the nicest lady on the planet, but in this role. She's terrifying. Well, you know, when she really puts on the thing, what was it where she had all the warts and everything? Uh, uh, Nanny McPhee. That's right. Oh, Nanny McPhee. Woo! Yeah, when she got to that one tooth, I'm like, babe, you're you not But it sounds good. like she was a sweetheart in that movie oh, compared to this. She looks like George C. Scott. Yeah, I'm not you kidding. You keep saying that. She, I look, you see As her. As Patton or who? Yes, he's okay. got, she's got the military <laughs> outfit on, and she is a nightmare. And this poor kid, and that uh, I think her name is Letitia Lynch plays Miss Honey. Yeah. She was one of uh, the Woman King's uh, soldiers, women soldiers, remember in that? Yeah. Woman King. Oh. and she, But she's just as sweet as can be. And uh, Miss Trumbull just torments her and the kids. It is, it's dark, but it it is brilliant. The music is great. Uh, I just had a blast watching this movie. And it is playing, let's see, it starts Sunday. And I think it's Netflix, but don't hold me to it. Yeah, just one of them. One of the streaming, streaming devices. Yeah. It's Matilda the Musical, B+, Emma Thompson, unbelievable. And isn't the little she, girl is so cute. Isn't she incredible? She really is a treasure to she really the is. acting community. Yeah. Her range is incredible. And then they're talking Oscar nom for that Leo Grande movie yeah. that she did. Oh, I know. Woo. Now, you know... Even in that movie, though, she was a great actress, but yeah. I did not like that movie. I know. It's tough to it was see kinda, her it, without oh, it was, it was, it, it was It was kind of like peeping on your sister or something. I mean, she's just somebody we all grew up with, and you just love her like a sister, and you go, I don't want to see this. Like Mary Poppins. Oh, man, yeah. Victor, Victor Oh, Victor Victoria. Victoria. The same thing. I mean, who wants to see, you know, the sweet, sweet little... Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews, you know, it yeah. just... It ain't. It right. is a little shocking, but that movie was great, and her performance was incredible. But that yeah. was awkward, no question <laughs> about. It. But this Matilda is brilliant. It yeah. is dark, though. I mean, I mean, she's mean as a snake. Yeah. It, it is. It, I get it. I mean, it's a dark comedy, but wow. Okay. All right. The title of the movie again: Matilda, Matilda the Musical. Musical B plus, and it is not in theaters, but is on a streaming. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's Netflix. Netflix. Pretty sure. Don't hold me to it, though. Pretty sure. I'll look it up. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll look it up. Was it Netflix? Netflix? Okay, it is Netflix. Netflix. We're getting confirmation here. All right. We're in good shape. Hey, we're about a minute away from our news, so let me just give you a little preview of things to come. We have the movie show Top Ten. We have telephone torture and fabulous prizes worth up to... 
dollars, Steve. Absolutely. Up two dollars. And then, of course, we're going to talk with... Let's hope torture goes better today than it did yesterday. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I had people ask me, I'm, what I'm, is wrong with that? I'm going to give you a heads up. There is a revamp that's been in the work, and it will still have torture involved. It will still have the telephone involved. But it's there. there shall be a new facade on telephone torture. Are you becoming a quiz a game show host? Is that what's happening? Maybe. <laughs> it could be a lot of fun, Stephen. We'll see. Again, with fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. i got to call Jeff the Whipple and tell him that we might be tweaking this. Finagling. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, here we go. We're coming up on 1030 at KSL News Radio. Don't forget, we are also going to talk with the Salt Lake City Councilwoman. Ooh. Amy Winder Newton is going to be joining us to talk about favorite Christmas movies. And there is a rumor lurking about that maybe the Attorney General of the state will be joining us. He's probably at Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> is there a Comic Con going on during no, Cri- Christmas Comic Con? Yeah. Oh, now that Silent would be. Night, deadly wouldn't, night. wouldn't that be weird? Christmas Fanex. The Movie Show. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The Movie Show is coming to you from Sound Sleep Medical. We're going to talk more with Melissa coming up in a moment, but it's been fun this morning. And yesterday as well, when we have talked with congressmen, we have talked with mayors, we have talked with council individuals, and we're so pleased that me, uh, Winder Newton, would join us today from the Salt Lake County Council. And uh, Amy, what a pleasure to have you on the show. You know, we've talked about a lot of things over the years, all kinds of things, county, all kinds of things when you're running for governor. And I really appreciate you just being here to talk about something really fun today, and that's Christmas movies. Welcome. Hey, I would much rather talk about Christmas movies than politics any day of the week. So thank you for having me, Doug. It's great to be with you. Oh, it's 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 great to have you on the program. It really is. And I've I've I'm asking the question straight up. Now this isn't family. This is you personally, and then we'll talk about your family's preferences in uh, Christmas movies. But for you, you know, either today or when you were a kid, whatever, what's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? You know, as much as I love It's a Wonderful Life, my very favorite Christmas movie is Elf. And that's just because I have so many great memories with my kids watching Elf every year. That was a staple for us when we had little ones. And so we still, we continue every year, we still continue to watch it, even even though my kids are all adults now. So it's just a fun movie, uh, nice heartwarming ending, and Will Ferrell does such a great job. Isn't that true? Sometimes you'll have it because Will Ferrell, honestly, is not my favorite actor, but I loved him in Elf. I thought he was terrific. Yeah. And we we mentioned this, Steve, when we talked about this a while back. You, you just look at the magic of that. Ed Asner as Santa Claus. We have Jimmy Kahn as his real life biological father. We have Bob Newhart as his, Bob Newhart. his elf father. I mean, it is just an amazing movie. Do you have a favorite moment in the movie? You know, I mean, the ending is always the best because, you know, it's so heartwarming when his real father finally comes to appreciate him for who he is and um, Santa's there and, you know, it's just a magical, magical time. But there's just so many funny things throughout that movie that just leave us laughing. And and it's just the, I mean, the innocence of this elf character that Will Ferrell plays is just so fun because 
Um, you know, there's just funny things that come from that. So we just love that yeah. one. It pays homage too to so many wonderful things, you know, like Frosty the Snowman, Burl Ives. Oh, sure. I mean, it's and is yeah. Zoe Deschanel who's who's in that uh, movie? She's the little elf who's singing in the shower, oh. and he starts singing yeah. with her, and he goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you know, it's it's just a golden movie. So, what do, what what about you know some of the other favorites from uh, your family? If if you're going to go a second choice on a Christmas movie, what would it be? Well, I, I know you're probably going to think a little less of us because we don't seem like very in-depth uh, people that um, enjoy the classics. But now, you remember, know, Amy, you're my... you're on the you're on the movie show here. <laughs> yeah, we don't so, set the bar. At yeah, all. we don't set the bar very high <laughs> okay, at all. Okay, okay, good, good. Because it's it goes back to that whole traditions thing, right? I mean, don't family traditions just make Christmas? And from when my kids were little, we had our staples, our movies that we would watch going up to Christmas. Elf is the favorite. Um, but Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase, that's that's on our list. We watched that the other night. Um, yep. A Christmas Story, we watched that. We let that run. You know how that runs um, all day on Christmas Day? We sure. just let that yeah, one yes. run in the background in the afternoon as the kids are playing with their toys or whatever. And so that's one. And then Home Alone is another one. And and they're all kind of more geared towards kids, but that's just the – that was the time in our life when, you know, we had little ones and they wanted to watch – uh, movies. We also loved the Santa Claus, although that hasn't stayed in the rotation as as much um, yeah. as these others. But but yeah, I mean, it's just it's fun to just have the memories, and it's pretty much the only time we ever watch these movies is the week leading up to Christmas. But um, fun to fun to have movie traditions to watch as a family. Hey, we really appreciate you joining us, Amy. Thank you so much. And you know, we we haven't put out a phone call to your brother, Mike. A state legislator, former mayor of West Valley City. So I've got to ask you, this is your chance to, for you to rat out your brother. What's his favorite Christmas movie? See, you can really get even with him for a lot of stuff right now. Oh, gosh. You know what? I wish I knew that. I know a lot of things about Rambo, Mike. Rambo, first blood. A lot of, oh, for sure. Uh, Die Hard. Can I say Die Hard? Even though Die Hard, Mike, yeah. he probably is. He's probably never watched Die Hard, but, you know, some people use that as their <laughs> family tradition Christmas movies. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll absolutely. Next time we see him. Yeah. We'll have to put his feet in the fire one of these days. Amy, we wish you and your great family a very, very Merry Christmas. And uh, I'll look forward to chatting with you on other issues uh, sometimes in the future. Sounds great. Thanks, Doug. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. It is 1042 here at KSL News Radio from the Salt Lake County Council. You know, since he loves Will Ferrell, I'm thinking Spirited would be a, a perfect, yeah. maybe additional movie. You know, it, it's interesting because I really like Spirited, but boy, it does have that little edge. It it's, does have a little edge to it. You know, it's it's Grandma would, well, first of all, Grandma might be lost in a couple of areas because there's a lot of stuff that's really right on the edge pop culture right yeah, now. Yeah. And then when you have Deadpool playing a major role of the Reformation character in there, kind of the... It's so funny. It is. It is. It is almost embarrassingly funny, but not shamefully funny like no, some other movies. There's just a little sass Just here a little there. sass here and there. All right. It is 1043, and we are broadcasting today from Sound Sleep Medical. And uh, for the first time, we're at your location here in Murray. And by the way, I just got word that the mayor of Murray is going to be joining us on the show today. Hey, that's Brett great Hales news. Brett Hales is going to be joining us. With subpoenas. Yeah, with, <laughs> Not great news. With cease and desist orders for us Probably. and everything else. Yeah, I think cop cars are involved on that. I don't think the SWAT We've team, already been kicked out of Sandy. So Yeah, <laughs> Sandy arrested our blow-up out there. You know, when we... <laughs> 
That's a great story. Cuffing the dancing shake. Yeah, cuffing the dancing shake from Iceberg. That was pretty cool. The movie show. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, Steve, this is the first time we've been at Sound Sleep Medical right here in Murray, Utah. And all of a sudden, it, it just kind of dawned on me that we're in Murray, Utah. You know what? Why, why is your microphone not working? Okay. Hello. Oh, there, there we go. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Sorry. But all of a sudden, I went, I know the mayor of this how town. do you know all these mayors because of your years? The on... indictments oh, okay. and the the arrests and getting bail and you know that kind so of stuff. So how many ankle bracelets do you have? <laughs> oh no, you're the you have the exclusivity on that. So I thought, let's call Mayor Brett Hales and have him on the show today to find out what his favorite Christmas movie is. Well let's choose carefully then. Mayor, welcome and thank you on very short notice. Duh, we're in Murray. Why don't we talk to Brett? Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. When I was driving by the Fashion Place Mall, I felt Doug right. I knew you were in Murray. Ooh, well, you know, there, there's, there is a certain vibe. He is a mall Santa. To a, yeah. <laughs> a mall cop. Santa. Hey, we've got to talk about favorite Christmas movies, but I've got to tell you a little bit. I mean, I've known him for a long, long time. And, of course, when Murray, uh, this Murray School District, D was working for the oh, Murray right, School yeah. District. So we know him on both sides of our family, you know, D and, and myself and even back in the days. And you've actually been involved with movie shows of the past in a previous life. Uh, I was. And, Doug, you're not remembering. I, I, do you remember when I used to come into KC, KCPX? Let's see. It was on 132 oh Social Hall Avenue. Is that correct? When I was 14 years old and I'd come in and put the cartridges in for you and Lynn Lehman and a few of you old-timers. Wow. You know, the, the, the good old days at, at KCPX. I mean, yeah, when, oh. when I was there, we were on Fremont, too. That was a little farther to the, oh, that's to right. the west. That's right. Yeah, and, that's but right. you're right that's on right. Social Hall. I mean, I, I always I miss that by just months. You know, when I was hired oh. by Wooly Waldron at KCPX, right. I missed that just by months. And I always regretted that I didn't have the chance to work at KCPX, rock and roll heaven, on Social Hall <laughs> Avenue. But it wasn't that far after that I did have the chance to work on Social Hall right. at uh, at KSL. So, yeah, we go way back, we, this guy. We go and way I. back. Man, I used and to see, bring in candy bars for the movie show yeah. and all that stuff. So. <laughs> and But, see, he that got a real job. Days, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he he got a real job, and look at us. Are we counting the mayoral jobs? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Okay, now I'm ready. We've I'm ready. We've got to we've got to find out what is your personal favorite Christmas movie of all time, and then for you and your family, what is the favorite Christmas movie? Okay, I'm going to tell you first that. So Cindy and I are up at school at Utah State in Logan, and this is 1983, working for USU, Utah State Credit Union. Dennis Childs, the president, gives me and Cindy a turkey and two movie tickets to the theater there. We went and saw A Christmas Story, thinking we were seeing Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. We we walked out. We walked out halfway through. I am so embarrassed to admit we walked out halfway through. (laughs) We We were these two... Oh, I hate to say it, but these two goofy kids thinking, oh, my gosh, what is this show? And anyway, <laughs> so that was my experience with the Christmas story. But let me tell you my favorite Christmas movie. My favorite Christmas movie is Scrooge. 
I was 10 years old, Albert Finney, in 1970. And the reason why that is my favorite is because I'm not kidding you. First of all, Albert Finney scared the crap out of me. Yeah, and, yeah no kidding. You know, he was a he was a serious Scrooge. And anyway, but that is kind of a situation that I had. And when I saw that even Scrooge could change, that kind of helped me in life where I thought, this is cool. A mean person can 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 become nice. So that's why that is my favorite Christmas show. Oh, that is a, that is an amazing movie, and the musical, and so on, and what you know. Th- there are so many renditions. Have you seen the new movie Spirited, which is also kind uh, of a backward look at a Christmas Carol? So we saw that. Cindy and I celebrated our 40th anniversary, November 19th, and we watched Spirited. And I'm telling you, uh, we absolutely loved it. So at the end of the council meetings, do you get up and go, "Good afternoon," and then you leave? <laughs> Doug, I never say good afternoon to anybody. <laughs> Probably a good call. Yeah, that 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 is I a, think good that's a good call. Yeah. yeah what yeah, what about yeah. for the kids in the family? What what are the movies that you watch at this time of year with the the whole fam, the kids, and everybody? You know, now I'm going to go back and fess up. My kids have uh, corrupted Cindy and I, so we're back to a Christmas story. And we love I was going to say, know. because you walked out a Christmas story, you should probably stick your tongue on it. I, I was going to ask pole. about that, whether or not we'd gone full circle. We have gone full circle, let me tell you. We have got, you know what? It's funny what I think okay now, day and age, and let me tell you, I love that show. Uh, that's one of our favorites. The kids, we get together and we watch that, and that it's. it's be, I love watching their reaction. Is what I love about the show. Yeah, in in my family, they laugh because you know when I was a, a little boy, they used to call me the little professor because I've always had eye problems, but I I, I wore glasses, uh-huh. so they call me little Ralphie. But you know, instead of <laughs> oh, little Ralphie salivating at the window of Higby's. I would have been little Dougie salivating at the window for an electric train at the Southeast yeah. Furniture Company in Sugar House. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, you're good. That's that's yeah. that, I love that. That's a, that was a great yeah. display there. <laughs> Brad, I'm so glad you could join us. I should be calling you Mr. Mayor. And yeah, Brad, I, Brad, Brad. Uh, it's 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 just great to have you on the show, and uh, it's fun being here in Murray today at Sound Sleep uh, Medical and. I, I look forward to seeing you in the future. We've got to talk about some of the things that are going on in moviedom in, uh, in Murray, Utah, one of these days. We'll drag you in for a, uh, another conversation. We'd love to do that. We've got our Murray Theater being restored, so next year we'll be able to talk about oh, that. Oh, that's so, Doug, the answer guys, to that question. Yeah. Hey. Tell Dee and everyone, the kids, we love you, and thanks for having me on the show, you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Mayor Hill's with us here in Murray, Utah. As a matter of fact, Dee just walked through the door, uh, just right on right on cue for her quirky awesome. picks of the week. Yeah, Dee is saying to tell you hi, Brett. Hey, thanks so much okay. for joining us. Give her my All right. Thanks, you guys. And I'm relieved. I'm take relieved care of that about, ticket for her. Yeah, that's right. And take care of that ticket oh. that Dee has that you know has her under subpoena right now. So, you know, I was a little concerned about the Murray Theater because I saw the fence go up I, around it. I just mentioned just that a little it. earlier, but yeah. I didn't want to bring it up. But I'm glad the mayor did that they're restoring, restoring it. it. That's really Thank cool. goodness. Merry Christmas. How come you're not helping? Well, we're having fun watching you. Yeah. When it's just us, it kind of feels like child labor. <laughs> oh, no, honey, it's not labor if we don't pay you. From the KSL Movie Show. <laughs> this is such a great season. I love the, you know, the 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 
minions of the movie show that put together all of these uh, intros and sound. Oh yeah, and, oh boy, you know, I, a lot of people worked on that, and I, I really thank them. It's it's made this holiday season extra fun, and something that's made the last uh, yesterday and today extra fun for us on the movie show are the number of uh, what's the word notables in the state of Utah who have uh, joined us to talk about their favorite Christmas movies. We've had a couple of our congressmen on, we've had mayors on, we have had council persons on and now ladies and gentlemen oh someone who has actually subjected themselves to the weirdness of the movie show in the past and even willingly is the attorney general of the state of utah sean reyes is on the line with us mr attorney general welcome back to the movie show thank you so much doug merry christmas to you and d and the family and all your listeners happy holidays happy hanukkah it's a great time I really appreciate the fact that the Attorney General didn't say, good day. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Douglas. movie show. <laughs> it's coming. It's probably coming. Sean, it is so much fun to have you with us. And, you know, I so appreciate your love of, of pop culture and movies and things like that. And when we were talking about people that uh, we'd love to have on the movie show, I, I mentioned to uh, Gustavo, we got to get the uh, the attorney general on. He has, a, he has a love for this kind of stuff. So here's the big yep. question. First well, and does, foremost. Before, before, you, before you ask the question, can I throw a shout out to Gustavo? He's my fellow Laker-loving Southern California He's a great producer. I just wanted to, to give him a, a little bit of love and a shout-out. Did, did you know that the Attorney General was a Laker lover? I did not. You know, this line might drop at any moment. Can we file a subpoena? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Doug, can we not love the Jazz and the Lakers? Um, and, no. Well, that's like loving the Jazz and the Bulls. I mean, come on. Well... I'm uh, not, not quite the same. Let's go. Let's talk yeah, about your, your Christmas choice. Christmas movie. Yes. <laughs> your Christmas choice will be dubious now. That's right. That's right. Okay, uh, Sean, what is the, what is your the, the favorite Christmas movie? Favorite well, Christmas gonna, movie. You know, it's, it's hard to pick just one, but, but I'm going to give you a little bit of an intro, and let's see if the listeners can guess. I'm sure I'm not the first one, but... 2003 classic directed by John Favreau. This is pre-Iron Man or Avengers or Happy Hogan. This is James Dinklage before Game of Thrones, Bob Newhart, Ed Asner, Zoe Deschanel, <laughs> James Caan, Will Ferrell. It is Elf. It is oh, Elf. Yeah. Wow. Son of a nutcracker, you know, Doug. It is a, it is, it's one of my, it's my favorite, I've got to admit. Oh, Mr. Attorney General, you mentioned somebody that I'm ashamed I didn't already mention because this has, boy, talk about an ensemble cast. Oh, yeah. It is incredible. Every, but I had not mentioned Peter Dinklage. And, oh, my goodness, with that scene where he goes, call me an elf one more time. <laughs> and then when he gets up and he trucks down the table and attacks. <laughs> oh, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. That that I is completely forgotten. About I know. That. I had two. You know, and and then I had spaced Zoe, and all of a sudden, I you know, yeah. I mentioned that just a few minutes ago. I said, "Oh, she is so funny in this. Is kind of the the doer elf, you know, who's yeah. just kind of yeah. <laughs> cynical. I mean, <laughs> and and you know, and this sounds like it's a racy scene, but it's not. It's so sweet. But when Will Ferrell elf starts singing with her while she's in the shower. Yeah, that is one of the yeah. sweetest 
scenes I, th- I think I've seen in the movies. Really a sweet movie. Okay, well, Mr. Those, Attorney General. You can watch yes. with the family, you know. But no, yep, no, no. That's what's right. The, what's the, the next question? What do we got? The next, next question is, you know, now you've, you've inflicted your favorite movie on everybody in the family every single year to the point where they're just going, yeah, right, Dad, one of you. Oh, sure, Sean. Now, what's the movie that your kids like to watch? Uh, that, that, that's a good point. Uh, you know what? I, I think they're, they're Elf fans also. I mean, they quote yeah. Elf, cotton-headed Minnie Muggins. Um, they, 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 their favorite scene is that, that Santa at Gimbel's. Uh, you know, you disgust me. How can you live with yourself? <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. You know that. So, sadly, my kids have been indoctrinated and programmed, and they are Elf fans too. Doug. So, I, I can't give you um, anything else. Uh, I, I apologize. They're, you know, no, they're, that's. They're all we we love we love the the silliness and the humor and the and the love uh, from there. Do you, you remember? I will say this is one of their favorite lines because when we watched this when they were kids, it came out when my oldest were were really young, and they said, "Papa Elsa, where do the reindeer get their magic from?" And somebody says, "Christmas spirit." Everyone knows that. It's you know, it's just yeah. And so you it, know, it, happy Christmas spirit to everybody. Yeah, it is such a sweet, sweet movie. However. There is the one scene you got to remember because you are the head, the big Kahuna, you know, law <laughs> yeah. enforcement Doesn't officer. Doesn't make law enforcement. <laughs> now those Central City cops on the horses. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, not, not not the finest day for the men in uniform. <laughs> Did I say uh, Central York, City? I meant Central Park. Yeah, Central I, Park. I, I yeah. Oh, it's all yeah. good. But, but yeah, you know what? Can I for a second just throw out a nod to the, our our great men and women? In uniform, uh, they they work so hard and are so dedicated and professional and prepared, and uh, quite often don't get the uh, positive reinforcement they deserve. I, I pray for them and their families. They yeah. they run towards danger while the rest of us run away from it. And we just did an operation give back where they they gave so much to the to communities and helping people who just needed a little bit of support in this tough time. Christmas is great uh, and festive, but a lot of folks are suffering and, and, and in pain from loss of a loved one or, um, you know, uh, health challenges, economic troubles. It's a, it's a tough time. So I love our men and women in uniform, but uh, just skip that part. Um, that, that's not how we operate in Utah. I'll, I'll underscore that's New York. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Sean, I'm glad you mentioned them because, you know, while a lot of us will have the day off and, you know, we'll be sitting back with family, a lot of the very people that you mentioned, they're going to be out in the cruisers. They're going to be out taking care of issues. Yep. They're going to be out protecting us. And, uh, boy, that includes firefighters, EMT, I mean, the whole deal. Yes, Sean Reyes, first responders. thank you so very much for joining us here on the movie show. And uh, we're going to have to have you back more often. You know, you, you're one of the few really, really sick and twisted people that appreciate the movie show and what we're all about. Uh, yeah. Son of a movie producer and director. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's destiny. It happens. Well, have me on another time or let me, uh, let me man the show from time to time when you're gone. I love doing it in the past and uh, appreciate your friendship, Doug. Take care. Hey, and uh, likewise, have great holidays. Hey, thank you. Sean, Sean Reyes, our attorney general here in the state of Utah. Favorite movie, Elf. Yeah. There we go. You know, Elf, I think it's, it's right up at the top. I don't think any more mentions have been made by 
uh, you know, <laughs> the the people we've had on the program than Elf. Yeah, it's been the sweeping, yeah. probably the main one. I think I think it is Sean Reyes, our Attorney General. All right, it is eleven fifteen. The movie show. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. How? How? KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I wonder if anybody's gone through this holiday season and not had somebody use a line from a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah. You know, either fragile or ho, 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 or you'll put your eye out. Or I mean, it's it's just iconic. It's a great movie. I know. It is a great movie. All right. Time to review a movie, and it's called The Pale Blue Eyes. Detective Landor. One of our cadets hanged himself last night. That's the matter for the coroner. I'm afraid that's not the end of it. His heart was carved from his chest. Okay. Uh, Christian Bale uh, is a retired um, police officer, a constable. This is set in the 1830s, and it's set at the um, West Point Academy when it was very initially created just a couple of buildings uh, out in the middle of nowhere in the Hudson Valley. So we're talking 1830, um, uh, and there is a murder, and so they really don't know what to do. They call this retired police officer to come in and investigate. And then there's one of the cadets that kind of wants to help him, and it turns out his name is Edgar, Edgar A. Poe. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and it's a guy named Harry Melling. I know you know who he is because he's been on Downton Abbey. I know how you worship that show. Yes, he, he's kind of the creepy... You know, he's got kind of stark eyes, and he's perfect for Poe. So they go about trying to solve this mystery, and it, there's some dark humor in it, uh, and then there's some weird, crazy twists. Um, it, it's a pretty good movie, though, I have to admit, but it, it does have a very dark edge to it. Um, it's currently playing at, today it'd be at the Broadway and at Jordan Commons. It is rated R, but I still I love Christian Bale. I don't know what yeah. it is about that guy. He just c- completely mesmerizes me. I thought Amsterdam was going to get so much more acclaim, or at least talk, and hardly anybody even mentioned it. Trashed. I know. It it, it lost money big time. I know. Too bad. So, yeah, uh, it's called The Pale Blue Eye. It's not two eyes. Come on now. Oh, now the, see, cause I'm going to blame this on Gustavo because he has... Eyes. Well, am I right or am I right? Or I, am say, I, I see uh, it with okay. my one good eye. You see it. <laughs> now, now Gustavo's going, oh, I'm sorry, don't beat me. So there's a, a great British cast here. Timothy Spall is in it, all kinds of guys. Okay. Uh, but it has a little dark edge. What about it, gals? you got uh, all kinds of guys. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, who is. I'm, I know there's somebody that's predominant in it, but I can't there's remember. There's a woman in there somewhere. Yeah, she, well, his daughter, and she's okay. an important part of the story. All right. And it's called The Pale Blue Eye. Thank you. All right. Hey, guess who's joining us? We need the theme song, though, here. Here we go. For It's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL hey. Movie Show. Did we add some well, funk? It's got a new track to it, right? Okay. Yeah, it's got a little new... I know. think that is cool. I think it's because somebody accidentally blitzed the other one. Oh, they had to recut it. I think we need to put the achoo back in it that I was l- left over from the <laughs> pandemic. Well, I like this version better. I yeah. think that's fun. It's okay. bubbly, bubbly and cute. Makes you sound hip. Bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Steve? Well, she Makes is you hip. sound hip. No, Even, don't, uh, don't try to drag me into your... Okay. That's right. So don't what have you got it. for us, Dee? Well, I've been watching a documentary 
uh, along with the theme that you're talking about today, which is the obvious theme, Christmas. It's on CNN. Have you heard of this? It's called Tis the Season, the Holidays on Screen. No, no, I've seen it. She records it, and yeah. I, I've seen it up there, but it, I didn't know what it it's was. It's a couple of hours long, and they have Tom Hanks. Is, I haven't watched it in its entirety. I've been watching it kind of as I'm in the kitchen. Yeah. It's, it's very research-based, but they talk about some background on movies, all, all the Christmas movies, the oh, old ones, the new really? ones. Yeah. It's, and I don't know if it's for everybody. It's, it's, again, it's kind of a research-based documentary. It's not frivolous. It's, so it's pretty cerebral and maybe not for Steve. Well, I was thinking maybe for Steve and not for you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh she turned the tables on her old man. I did. There you oh, go. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That but even anyway. threw me. <laughs> yeah, that's I know right. you're Steve's not used to somebody bailing him out. Well, one of the things I found interesting in it, you're going to ask me my favorite, right? Well, of course I well, am. So, I've, you know, this isn't my first rodeo on Christmas doing How this. How many rodeos so. have you had, Dee? <laughs> We've been together a few Christmases, right? And my Christmas favorites kind of change with the year. Oh. So I don't know what I said in past years. I don't remember. Do you remember what your favorites were? Oh, yeah. You know, but... but uh, you there, stayed there, the same? There are seasons. He never changes. I mean, I, I really like it. It's right. a wonderful life. I love the Christmas Carol with George C. Scott. I know. And, you know, so I, I know. We've <laughs> I watched know. it over The Muppets over. Christmas. No one's mentioned right. that. Muppets Christmas. Right. I love That's Muppets Christmas. That's a good Christmas. one. Yeah. Well, my, mine, mine's ever-changing, evergreen. This year, my favorite absolutely is Love Actually. Oh, <gasps> isn't that... Way to go! Dear. We watched Thank it just you. the other night, Thank and you. you know, and you know, and again, it's one of those movies that is timeless, but at the same time, as you watch it, you go, "Ooh, it's a good thing Grandma's not here." And you well, know, yeah, and the Martin a, Freeman and sex, yeah, segment. and it's a Christmas movie, but it's not heavy-handed with meaning, but it has a nice message. You yeah, know, he, all, he he speaks about it in his prologue. You know? Oh, when when he takes you into the, you know, this is the newly elected Prime Minister of Great Britain, played by Hugh Grant, and he, and he oh his dance routine is oh his so, and, and he wanted yeah tell him so, well so back to this this uh, documentary this tis the season they spoke about it there and he really did not want to do that dancing he said this has nothing to do with the movie i don't dance i don't want to dance i'm not going to dance but he danced and it's a great moment it's right hysterical. one it's, of my favorites it's amazing and then when he's coming down the stairs and he's done the you know everything else and then he doesn't realize that one of his assistants is just waiting there with a little notepad and he's doing the point and he turns around and he just drops what he's doing and then if you had mentioned that you know and the detail's so good on that she walks off with just this tiny little smirk well, on her yeah, face yeah, you know yeah. she's respectful and then she just kind of does this tiny smirk and how many times have we seen the placard card show oh, up yes. at the door right. it's oh. even in the ted lasso christmas yes. the ted <laughs> lasso yes. christmas that is such a wonderful scene where you know the guy his best friend is getting married to kira knightley and he's in love with her yeah, yeah. And, oh, you know, just how that's handled. And my favorite scene, I think the best wedding scene on film yeah. is that scene with Kira Knightley getting married when he surprises him with the band. Remember when the trumpets oh, pop up and the, the guitar trombones. pops up and the, and the singers in the balcony. It's just, I stop every time. Yep. Somebody called the other day when that came up and I'm like, darn, this is my favorite scene of all. <laughs> I, I just stop it and watch it every time. It's so beautiful. Yep. Uh, absolutely. That's a great call. Now, that's a good So one. for classics, I still do stay consistent. I like Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, that's which true. Which runs all the seasons, but... And it's it's like It's a Wonderful Life. It has the one Christmas scene. Right. Yeah. Right. But 
I think it's important to look at the new things too. And I, I think for, for lately released things, and it wasn't this year, I really like those Christmas Chronicles. With, oh, yeah. That was with, fun. Uh, Kurt that was Goldie Hawn and Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. There was yeah. the one and the two. I think they're sweet. Yeah. They're funny. They're, they're, they're a little edgy. They're yeah, edgy, they're a little they're hip, edgy. You know. So I've forgotten to watch those this year, but I want to watch them, and I would recommend we go back That's to the Christmas Chronicles. We nice. shall do it. Next. Okay. Dee, so good to see That's you. That's what I got. That's what you got for yeah. us. All right. See you around. Merry and Christmas. And I noticed you brought a little bag in. Yeah, but, it's been uh, we, sit, sitting under our tree, hasn't it? We, it has been yeah. sitting under the tree, Stephen. Yeah. Well, yours didn't sit under my tree long because yeah. I literally bought it yesterday and I got <laughs> the Did last one. Did you see one. what Steve got me for Christmas? It's the Mandalorian light clapper. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's way fun. <laughs> I told him. Now, now you have the complete collection. I have Darth Vader up in the library right. on where the gonna, Where are you going to put that? And Well, I don't, this might have to go to Eureka. Oh no! Only prized. Put things. it in Conrad's room. He's he's gonna love oh, this. Conrad, true. he would no, love it. You're yeah, right. He would love it. Good call. Oh, he pulled the grandfather card on me. Yeah. Oh, we we have... do it. Good afternoon, Steve. Well, <laughs> we gave you a, a movie themed uh, thing too, yeah, so we it, have to know how you well, like it. Kind of movie. It's not really movie, but it's kinda. entertainment. It's entertainment. an entertainment. Yep. Oh, exactly. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. All right. It is 11:31. Let's take a break for our news here at the bottom of the hour. We're broadcasting from Sound Sleep Medical. The Movie Show. My first save, I was this little sick kid. What did they call him? It was Tiny Tim. No, no, no. Sweet kid, one crutch. No. Little Larry. No, Tiny Tim. Micro Mike, super small Steve. On KSL News Radio. What a funny bit. Oh, my goodness. Hey, The Movie Show coming to you from Sound Sleep Medical right here at their Murray location today. First time we've been here, we usually hang out in Sandy. And, Melissa, you know, we've got about... 20 minutes to go here on the movie show, and there's still plenty of time to people call for them to call in, make their appointment so they can really get a much better night's sleep, which means much better health for your mind, for your body, and for your sleep partner. For sure. You know, let's talk about snoring, because you're right, that affects your sleep partner a lot. Right. Um, but what people don't realize is that snoring affects you. You know, they, and especially my single patients might come in and say, well, who cares? I make noise while I'm asleep. What's the big deal? Nobody hears me. But what a lot of people don't know is that snoring is much more than just an annoying noise. It is a red flag for sleep apnea, which means snoring likely means you are oxygen deprived during yeah. the night. And boy, that, that trio that you mentioned. So if, if you're snoring, and people are telling you you're snoring or you are aware of it and you wake up with a headache and then you feel beat a lot of days like, wow, I just need a better night's sleep. Those are the three big warning signs. For sure. And a lot of people mistakenly have thought a CPAP is my only fix. And frankly, I'd rather die than use a CPAP machine. <laughs> yeah. But they don't know that there's other options out there and that an oral appliance is a great option to treat your sleep apnea. It's so much easier than a CPAP machine. It's what we do at Sound Sleep Medical. Um, it's kind of like bleach trace, really slim, custom-made mouthpiece. You just wear it on your teeth at night. It stabilizes your lower jaw to keep the airway open. Snoring goes away, and most importantly, oxygen stays up. You were mentioning even if it feels a little weird at first, people get used to it in, a, in just a heartbeat. And the way they feel because they're wearing that during their sleep just makes a world of difference. Absolutely. You know, the studies have found that most people, even if they use a CPAP, they won't leave it on all night. Maybe they'll go the first half of their night and then they're like, oh, I'm done. And they'll sleep without it. 
the second half. What's great with the neural appliance and the studies have shown this, it's so much easier so people will use it all night long, which means they are protected and treated all night long. Well, and you think, too, if you have any traveling, if, if if you travel quite a bit, if you like to go on vacation with your family, you know, and we're not in the summer months, but, hey, if you're out there, you know, camping and ice fishing right now, you don't take the CPAP machine with you. But you can sure take this right. I I people come to me all the time that say, I do fine with my CPAP at home, but you know what? In April, I've got this big vacation coming up, and I don't want to take my CPAP. Right. So they get the oral appliance for travel, camping, or frankly for a backup. What do you do if the power goes out? I wonder how many times too it ultimately starts taking over, and the CPAP ends up sitting over in the corner. 801-716-8672 is the number to call for Sound Sleep Medical, 716-8672. Steve? Yeah? I'm going to do something very unique for telephone torture. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to tell Gustavo to clear all the lines. That's not new. Because we are only going to have a wiener on the movie show today. Are you okay? No loser for this Christmas you want me to check your temperature? It's a decree that comes down from heaven from only Blake. knows where. From Blake. No, no. This is actually originating from the my heart that has grown three times its size. Well, it's about time. That's right. <laughs> so we need the uh, the official sound, ladies wow. and gentlemen. I can't believe I'm hearing this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a little telephone torture. And even telephone torture has caught the Christmas spirit. There shall be no... I know it's unprecedented. It's hard to imagine there will be no losers on the movie show. You're going to get through the week. But I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to clear clear every single line right now, Gustavo. Just boom, 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 boom. We have five lines, and now I'm going to let Gustavo from those blinking lights on the phone. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> blinking lights. I think we still have five listeners left. He is going to push a button. You can even close your eyes, Gustavo, and just reach down and kind of, you know, use the... the, He'll never find the board. He'll never find the board. He'll hit the wrong button and we'll be off the air. But uh, just go ahead and and hit a button, and let's see who our big wiener is going to be today. Okay, here we go. Hi, who's this? This is Bo. Bo, you called yesterday and you were a loser. (laughs) Come back, kid. Hey, you're no longer a loser. You can hold your head up in polite society. You can be happy this Christmas because you are a big wiener. Of course you are. As a matter of fact, you're stunned. He's the only wiener today. That's pretty big. I think we're all winners today. Well, there are some exceptions. (laughs) You still had to throw one in. Oh, had to throw one in. So, Bo, this is the deal. Now, here's the deal. You're going to get two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters. You're going to get a whole tub of popcorn. And Steve, he's going to get two drinks. Drinks. No, not You're drink. going to get two drinks. Compliments it's of the movie, sh- movie show, but really compliments of the Megaplex Theater. You know, Jeff the Whipple is probably sitting back in his office going, what has happened to Doug? <laughs> I know. I think what, we're all thinking. What is wrong with Doug? Oh, trust me, there'll be plenty of losers, you know, coming up on the movie show. But, Bo, you are not one of them, and so congratulations. But now, you know, we we still need to honor the losers. 
even though we haven't had one on the show yet today. So what do we do here at the end of Telephone Torture when it's sponsored by our wonderful client called Megaplex Theaters? It's time for Frank Sinatra. All the losers that could have been. I'm still stunned. (laughs) I don't even know what's happening here right now. Well, I told you. Did something happen overnight? Did you get a visit from my my heart grew three times its size today? So you were a previous Grinch, and now you're Jeff Whipple's. Jeff the Whipple is probably on the floor right now, going, "What has happened?" to Doug. It's a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. This will be a Hallmark movie. Pretty soon this whole thing will be a Hallmark movie. Oh no. That'll be the end. That'll be the end of everything. Big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters. They are just terrific. And they are such an important part of the movie show and such a great sponsor of not only telephone torture, but other dubious things. That and I'm kind of looking forward to going down and seeing that Platinum X I am theater. too. I'm, I'm anxious because, you know, we all get IMAX, but this is a special kind of home-brewed version. I think it'll be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right. On that note, ladies and germs, we will take a short break and we shall come right back. And we saw the movie show Top Ten and we got films to talk, like Puss in Boots. Let's talk Puss in Boots next. Okay, because if there's a holiday, mo- well, it's not you know, it's not like if, the, if you don't is- love this movie, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, there, there is something. We will set you up with an analyst. Wow, might be my uncle Louis and Tawilla, <laughs> but uh, you or know. cousin Eddie, cousin <laughs> cousin Eddie will do an analytical job on what's wrong with you if you don't like this movie. All right, stay with us. More to come on the movie show. The Movie Show. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, before we do the movie show Top Ten, Steve and I have a warning and a recommendation yeah. for you. And uh, we won't do the sound here, but I'll, we might on Puss in Boots. But Babylon, you know, we talked about this at some length yesterday, yeah. but oh my goodness, first of all, it is so long. So if, if you're determined to see this, pace yourself. But at the beginning of this movie, there is so much that is offensive and unbelievable debauchery. And it's happening right before your very eyes. Everything from the hind end of an elephant to <laughs> goodness. I mean, things we can't even describe on the air, but there's a character that is supposed to kind of be like Fatty Arbuckle and it's oh. the debauchery and this woman. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. You can't believe you're seeing this. And then the big party in the Grand Hall where you just go, oh, my goodness, Hugh Hefner never could have dreamt up anything like this. All to illustrate how how sick and twisted Hollywood was in the 20s. Right. And so, fine. I, just, we don't have to see everything. Right, right. Then the movie actually starts for me. And there are parts of it that are so cool because it was an interesting time in Hollywood. Yeah. It was the heyday. It was crazy. It was the roaring 20s for everybody. When they're out in field and making 20 different yeah. pictures at the same time, I, that was brilliant. I know, and they're, they're just dying because they're going to lose the light, and they don't have a camera because it all got ruined when you know in the big fight scene. Mm. And, I mean, there's some great things. And then the transition to the talkies. But I was offended that they dragged one of the greatest movies of all time in it, Singing in the Rain. Absolutely. Because it just had no place in this movie. And, and then the yeah. end, there is a scene that is so offensive. 
I mean, as if kind of the normal, well, that's a wrong word, but I mean, things. That, well, Toby Maguire takes us to the so underground. dark. And oh, is like, what? horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's horribly so offensive. So a warning on that one. And if you're determined to see it, you know, you do so at your own if risk. If you yell at us after that. That's right. No yelling at us after this. We gave you the warning. But the one that we love, and we don't have time for the sound, but Puss in Boots. This is so much fun. We've seen him in the Shrek movies. We've seen his own movie. This is just delightful. It really is. I was actually dreading to see this movie because I love Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek so much, and yet they deliver here. Yep. There's a dog named Perito who is Perito hysterical. Is and, and the Goldilocks and the three bears. Yeah, they're like mobsters. They're like mobsters, and, and Goldilocks oh. is not immune, by the way. And a big Jack Horner oh. voiced by John Mulaney. It is, it is, it is brilliant. Fun. And it has an edge, but an okay edge. You know yeah, what I mean? And it, it, an existential edge. Right. Like Puss, it's really fun. Puss has gone through eight lives, and now That's what? Right. And yeah. what's right, what's wrong kind of you know prevails a little bit. It's not preachy in any way, but it, it's just fun. Puss in Boots. Yes, Great film. And That's the choice of the of the week. Right. That is the choice. All right. Now we're going to do this really quickly. Oh. And now, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, it is. T- <laughs> look at the look on Melissa's face. She says, "I I knew I should have left five I, minutes ago." I am an artist. I need to get back in the zone. She's Here trying to save the other Murray people. It is time <clears throat> for the movie show <clears throat> top ten. When I say the young woman in the other room whose mouth is agape right now, that can't even. Oh, the term on social media is, and to get you to clickbait is jaw dropping. (laughs) It's a jaw dropping moment. Yes, the movie show top ten is sponsored by. You know, we shortchanged people on the losers, and I didn't want to shortchange them on the movie show top ten. Oh, of course, yeah. Sponsored by Call Climate Services up there in Centerville. Okay, now we're going to do this really quick. Number ten, I heard the bells. I have not heard the bells. Uh, Number nine (laughs) is Black Adam. I will never go see Black Adam for a second time. Uh, number eight is It's a Wonderful Life. This must be in the uh, like seventy uh, fifth anniversary. Seventy yeah. fifth anniversary. Wonderful, best. Oh, wonderful. The Fablemans. I wish I had liked this movie more, but I just did not. And I did. It's a Spielberg story. Okay, uh, Devotion, which is a great, movie. great movie. Great movie. Uh, Strange World. Not a great. Oh, I missed the menu. Mm, weird. Quirky. Yeah. Strange World. Not the best Disney's no. ever done. Ooh. Violent Night. Oh man. You know, if if you're debating between Babylon and Violent Night, go to Violent Night. <laughs> <laughs> a murderous Santa Claus, yeah. or that's right, Black Hollywood Panther, Debauchery. Wakanda Forever. Uh, it's just killing it out there. And it's then Avatar, uh, you know, fell short. They were hoping for about 170. It got 134. So it's climbing go. though. It's going to have yeah. legs. All right, call Climate Services. They're great folks. If you're having an issue with Anything going on in your home with the furnace or whatever, uh, call Scott Call. He's a really great guy. We're in the final moments of the movie show, and Melissa, we have had so much fun here. It's been fun to be in the Murray location. This is a not sure for them, but yeah, yeah, very convenient, very nice location, and there's time for people to call and make their appointment. Take care of that bad night's sleep. That's right. 2023. Make that the year that you finally do something, so you start sleeping better. Make a resolution to be tested. If, again, you're age 40 and over and you've never done a sleep test, it's got to be on your list. Right. Call us now. The number is 801-716-8672. You will get that test for free at home, in your own bed. 
no obligation. It's just such a great way to get some really important information for you. And, you know, for getting a test elsewhere, there's not only the expense of it, the wait time of it, but to be in that unfamiliar environment. And as you said, you've had you've had some patients who have come in here and said, I went and had a sleep test at the lab. And how in the world can anybody get, quote, unquote, their normal night's sleep there? For sure. Yeah. This, again, at home, in your own bed, like you said, Doug, your own jammies. Yeah. And let's let's find out. Do you stop breathing during the night? What happens to your oxygen when you're asleep? Do yep. you know that information? If you don't, you better give us a call. And, of course, they work with the major medical insurance companies, and uh, almost everybody you know, covers this device. And what we're talking about, there's no obligation. Call 801-716-8672. Merry Christmas to you, Melissa. Same to you. And, and Michelle and all the great people who are here at Sound Sleep Medical. And we're at 12 o'clock noon. And thank you so much for being part of the movie show. Steve, Merry Christmas to you and to Same all of our does. listeners. Absolutely. You know, we so appreciate we you. We love them all. Yeah, we do. We have a lot of fun on the show. Maybe not Vahe. Well, Vahe, he's another issue. Hey, tonight, <laughs> when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.